The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. There has been a lot of talk about plastics, especially single-use plastics recently, and the impact on the environment around the world. Now, here at home, research is being done uh, to find out how plastic pollution, specifically microplastics, is affecting creatures in Edmonton waterways. Dr. David Lockie is a wetland ecologist. He joins us this afternoon. Dr. Lockie, thanks for taking the time. You're welcome. Now, tell us, um, when you talk about microplastics, I think uh, for, for most folks, it's fairly obvious what they are but I know that there's a there's a definition for it uh, the size of them can you just let everyone know um, what that is sure it's a broad range of plastics to begin with um, but the size generally at least we cut it off at about half a millimeter so perhaps maybe a, a sesame seed but probably much smaller now you started looking into microplastics back in 2017 why what was it at that time that you thought okay we need to take a closer look well, there was an opportunity to secure some funding to look at this, and my colleague, Dr. Matt Ross in chemistry, and I decided to uh, put in a uh, proposal to do the research, and it was accepted. So relatively new, uh, a little bit of information coming out of Europe, mm-hmm. where they're a little bit further ahead, and we thought we could maybe start something here in Edmonton. We're now in year three. In year three. And so uh, through those stages, through those years, what have you found, doctor? First year, we're just working on uh, a manuscript for the North Saskatchewan River samples. We initially wanted to see if plastics were a little bit more dense downstream of places like, for instance, the Gold Bar sewage treatment plant. So, for instance, microplastics made up of anything from a fragment of a water bottle or perhaps even fibers from your uh, synthetic clothing. Mm-hmm. So those fibers would actually wash into the sewage treatment plant, uh, you know, via your washing machine and end up there. And uh, we found no difference. So uh, the average, it worked out to about nine, nine to uh, was about 900 or four, sorry, nine and 430 particles per cubic meter with an average of about 63 all along the North Saskatchewan River. Mm. Not unlike where we found uh, that has been found in other rivers. Okay, and so why should people be, you know, be paying attention to this? Well, we now know that people are ingesting plastics. Mm-hmm. You may have heard of the recent study that came out of Europe that showed that the average person was consuming about 5 grams or let's say 1,800 particles of plastic per week. Hmm. So that's about the size of a credit card. And the, the vast majority of that is from water and then shellfish salt. And uh, you can even get it from beer. Oh, wow. So um, the, the microplastics, um, your research, um, you the North Saskatchewan River, but now it's expanded into uh, wetlands and stormwater ponds. And are you finding the same amount there as well? Yes, we expanded in 2018 to some of the stormwater ponds in various uh, landscape settings, so residential areas, industrial areas, highway agricultural areas. And we're not done with uh, working that data up, but in pretty well every pond that we sampled, it was in the water. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And now looking into some of the invertebrates and stuff as well? Yeah, so because now we know that uh, it has been found in humans and other organisms, we thought we would look closer to home and uh, manage to secure some more funding to do to look at the invertebrates. So we've expanded the study to just ponds and natural wetlands throughout Edmonton in those same sort of settings. And we're looking not only at the water, so probably about a thousand liters of water per site uh, distilled into one liter, uh, a nice uh, one liter sample of sediment, and then anywhere from 100 to 200 
different invertebrates mm. from each pond. Hmm. Okay, so um, I, I know a couple of years ago, Dr. Lucky, that there were some, some rules put in place when it came to microbeads in, uh, was it microbeads in, in a vanity part, like bathroom soaps and that sort of stuff. Are, are microbeads a part of this problem? Microbeads are a part of the problem, but perhaps you could use that in the past tense in the, that we, we really don't find them. Okay. Uh, they've sort of worked their way into the system. They're probably in sediments and will be locked in there for a while or have drifted away. And they're actually relatively large compared to the particles that we're okay. interested in. Okay, I was wondering about that size-wise. And and the interesting thing is, you, you mentioned that some of the, you know, uh, the, the plastic, the microplastics coming from washing, even, um, you know, uh, plastic water bottles. But there's so many different d- different places where the plastics are coming from, isn't it? That's correct. So we've got local sources. Probably that's what we're seeing here. But if you look further afield, uh, we now know that they're in the Arctic. They're found in Antarctica and also on mountaintops. So this is a ubiquitous uh, and new source of chemical uh, pollution. Hmm. So anywhere you see the macroplastics, like a floating pop bottle or what have you, you know that there will be microplastics there as well. Mm, Okay, and so at the end of it all, um, with this study, with your work, what are you hoping um, will be done with it? What do you hope will come out of it? Well, it is really fairly baseline information. Almost no one is doing this in Canada or in North America for that matter. So we're just hoping to add to this, uh, you know, lower level information to find out what's there uh, and expand it perhaps to understanding what types of plastics. So we know we've got fragments and we know we have fibers. Uh, we need to delve into exactly what types of plastics those are. And then hopefully other people can run with it. So for instance, I mean, should we should we uh, should we be concerned? Is it actually toxic? And, mm. and that's something we don't know. And that's hopefully uh, the mantle that others will take up. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and so I'm I'm guessing I'm just putting this out there that you've been watching the the whole the debate on single use plastics and straws that sort of stuff somewhat closely. That this would be interesting to you very much. Uh, it is. I mean, it's timely, and I suspect, you know, that's why our, I mean, we've been doing the research for three years, but it's just now that it's started yeah. getting some press, and very, everyone's interested in it, of course. So, it, so yes, it's very timely. It's nice to see, you know, the Canadian government doing something, but it is very, you know, it's a pretty finite step. If you go to Europe, they have much more uh, ambitious uh, policies mm-hmm. and, and bans in place with their plastic. Well, there's a lot of folks out there, and I can, you know, see it to, just on my text line saying, you know, well, what is it going to do? I mean, you know, banning plastic straws here in Canada or single-use plastics here in Canada is, you know, what's it going to do when we have other countries who are doing nothing on the other side of the world? Um, what do you say to, to folks like that? Who say that? Yeah. Well, you know what? You do what you can within your sphere of influence. Mm. So, I mean, just look at it this way. The fate of macroplastics is microplastics. So if you can, if we can keep things from going into our waterways, yeah. uh, uh, then we can at least improve it from a local level. Mm, interesting. Well, um, best of luck with uh, your continued studies on this. I thought it was really interesting to read today, and I, I thank you for taking time out of your day to, to join us and shed some light on it today. Thanks. Thanks for your interest too, Jalen. There you go, Dr. David Lockie joining us this afternoon. He is a wetland ecologist working out of uh, McEwen University looking at microplastics in 
our region, specifically North Saskatchewan River and and the storm waters and the storm ponds and that sort of stuff. And he touched on um, these microplastics becoming a part of our diet. There, yeah, there was a new report that was just released, um, and it's saying that an average person could be ingesting approximately five grams of plastic every week, which is the equivalent weight of a credit card. This is according to um, this new study by the World Wildlife Fund. It says uh, it was a study commissioned uh, by the WWF carried out by the University of Newcastle in Australia, suggesting that you consume about 2,000 tiny pieces of plastic every week. Um, and, you know, they're they're using that, you know, waving a flag, saying it needs to be a wake-up call to the government. Um, there's concerns about, you know, how the plastic's uh, polluting the waterways, oceans, killing marine life. And the question is, is, you know, what possibly are the long-term impacts on uh, on on human health and so we'll, we'll keep watching that uh, as well but yeah about the weight of a credit card interesting interesting stuff